0: Hey, welcome to Closed Comments, the podcast where we read online comment threads and try to guess what they're commenting on. I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Nick. And this week we're doing
0: animals. For the second week, yeah, and for anyone who is just starting the podcast at this point, I'll say we usually do two episodes on each topic. I guess I think about it
1: as like a well, we have our we have our first <laughs> run, and then that's like the second one. Oh, then we've got it down
0: pat, so it's like yeah, we do like the remake it's, it's right, like rem- but then we make the it a, we make it harder was- on ourselves. <laughs> This we do it like one time and then we like figure out what actually whatever the subject is about or what's interesting about it. And then we do the second one. So really, you could just listen to the second episode of each thing. So or, this is the or, good animals episode.
1: Well, we don't want to you know, <laughs> say that before we've, don't we, we don't we don't want to count our chickens before they hatch, Sam.
0: Anyway, uh, uh, last episode was about okay. animals. So this one, this one's about animals, too. And yeah, just people posting about animal encounters, just general animal. Yeah, anything. I found
1: articles talking about animals yeah. in relation to other things and people commenting on that. So,
0: OK, I don't have any articles. I'm pretty much just YouTube and Reddit. But yeah,
1: yeah I got a YouTube a Reddit, a New York Times. Yeah, I got some.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot that you have like been grandfathered into like the New York Times subscription because of your job.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. I feel like I look at the New York Times now every day
0: just like oh, I gotta use it. But do you read if... like whole articles or do you just skim the head? I will.
1: I, I definitely will say I've oh, one uh, day. With... you'll read. It. <laughs> well, you know, usually the front page is always about Trump or Russia. So I like kind of just skip those. But like sometimes I'll scroll until I get like a really interesting article about some random topic. And I also realized yesterday that the New York Times owns The Athletic. So I've been like looking at sports columns and stuff. So
0: Uh, do you want to do the first animal comment? I'll go first. So
1: let's go to YouTube, Sam, where all the animals are. And my first comment is from um jawara khan who says blanks are the masters of silence the silence of death doves are the messengers
0: of the sound of the light of the night is this a combat wombat <laughs> no. have you even heard of <laughs> have you heard of that animal i that came up when i was like researching <laughs>
1: is that um, like not
0: a wombat though right it's like it looked kind of like a rat crossed with a flying squirrel to me Oh, and its nickname is Combat Wombat? Or it has yeah, a the real Combat Wombat. Well, you can Google image, yeah, the Combat Wombat.
1: I will. I'll do that I don't right know now. if
0: that's its scientific name because it was in quotes.
1: Oh, it's a 2020 film?
0: Oh, it is? I don't know what the um, hell. Wait, so a this...
1: wombat turned Wonder Woman unintentionally becomes a city superhero after she... What?
0: What is Oh, this? is it like fictional? I thought it was a real thing. I saw a video on it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's a movie.
0: Oh, huh. So, okay. So this animal... This isn't, it sounds like flies, right? Flies, quiet. Is this a real animal? This isn't like Mothman or something
1: no no cryptids cryptids is next wow
0: okay (laughs) i almost had mothman you almost Um, did (laughs) you really cut me off at the past with the no cryptid why do you have
1: cryptids in yours oh no because
0: some of my other guesses were like a demon a djinn an efreet i can give you another comment if you'd like it sounds like an owl
1: Ooh, interesting
0: is it an owl
1: you're gonna have to be more specific
0: A great horned owl, a barn owl, a uh, snow owl. Correct. (laughs) It was a snowy owl, Sam. You got
1: it. This is a Nat Geo video called Silent Snowy Owl Attack, Alaska's Deadliest. And it's just a snowy owl hunting prey. I guess all most owls fly like extremely silently, which is kind of cool. They don't make like flapping noises with their wings.
0: I think they don't disturb the air a lot because I've seen videos of different birds like flying over sort of dust or flower that they've like set out. And, you know, the flapping of the wings of like a chicken or like a pigeon or something makes all the dust go up, but the owl's wings don't disturb the air at all. I think that's true. Like It doesn't waft any air. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how owl's wings work exactly.
1: I feel like when I was a kid, and this is like, right, the only time when you choose your favorite animals, right, I've said mine is an orca. But if it's not an orca, I feel like I always say a barn owl, because I feel like I like the way they look. Like they're Are they like... just like brown? Well, no, but they have that really, like, unique face that has, like, their, like, eyes are almost like vertical lines, in a way. And I feel like you see them in, like, a lot of uh like cartoons that like have them be like these ominous creatures like as opposed to like you know like the eyes that are just big round perfect eyes like a great horned owl or something or a snowy owl i guess they're they're kind of cool too but i mean all owls are, are cool in a way did you ever have to dissect an owl pellet in like elementary school
0: no i've seen them just lying around in the woods oh yeah mean?
1: yeah we got like a, like bones a little, and
0: stuff yeah we got like a little graphic and then you had to
1: like say like oh it could be a it could be a mouse it could be uh, a vole it could be something so you had to like take the bones out and like match them to the bones that were there which that's a pretty metal thing that owls do they don't really like they eat an entire animal and then they throw it up
0: oh it comes out the mouth yeah oh really okay i assume that was like they're dropping
1: no it's not yeah it's straight up out of their mouth yeah
0: uh, one of mine also does things have both ends as well.
1: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, but... The perfect animal.
0: <laughs> uh, Hedwig, the Harry Potter owl, that's a snow owl, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, snowy
1: owls in Maine, I believe, but snowy owls, I guess they're like more, I didn't see an owl in any in North Dakota, but I know there's like a sanctuary in Rhode Island that there always is one that like returns every year.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like something that would be the villain in The Secret Life of Pets 3 or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. Or wait, did you ever see the Guardians of Gahool, the Zack Snyder <laughs> animated movie? That was by him. I didn't know that. Yeah, that is like, oh, you did see it with the like.
1: No, but I know. Well, I know about it. I didn't <laughs> see it, but I know about it.
0: That is some pretty cool owl aerial combat because he does this. <laughs> he does the same thing he did in 300 where he does the speed ramping. So it's like slow motion. And then suddenly there's like flurry of wings and talons. It's like if Jared Butler were an owl. <laughs> Maybe he's one of the voices. Actually, oh gosh,
1: that, that's a bet you'd be willing to uh, lose a lot of money on because I feel like a, 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 you you you'd be right.
0: Okay, so my next one or my first one is remember <laughs> what I said about things that do things with both sides of their body because this is this is a palindromic this is this is a palindrome <laughs> animal. It can do oh. the same thing out of both sides of its body, which I I didn't know. I learned a lot of new things about this animal watching this video. It's definitely something you've heard of, but I didn't know it had all these capabilities. Anyway, it's the army
1: knife yeah. of animals.
0: This is from a BBC like nature video on YouTube, and it's called Terrifying Toad Massacre. And then it has an emoji with like the face covering its eyes and a toad, and that says Wild Isles. And so Zesty Raccoon says some animals really are just born into the worst horrors imaginable.
1: oh so am i to assume that maybe the toads are getting killed by this animal yeah
0: this animal is the thing doing the toad the massacring of the toads (laughs) okay so it's two scale with a toad oh it's the same size as a toad well it's it's you know every predator i guess other than like whales that feed on krill and stuff and oh, plankton sure. is kind one to of one. <laughs> relatively maybe not one-to-one one, but like one-to-two or um some kind of snake mm, no not a snake a salamander
1: no you're in there's the like, right those like big park salamanders park. that are like that are in i don't know where like somewhere in asia that oh, like,
0: like the big eat. black and orange ones
1: yeah no they probably well i don't know they could eat toads i guess i don't know if they're omnivores
0: well i do have a lot of comments so sure i'll have another one Mary. <laughs> yes. Take another one. <laughs> well, I don't know. I had a guess. Please. Well, no. Yeah, I know. Well, the first one didn't really give you that much to work with. but <laughs> uh, Mary Serrano says, I am amazed every time I watch a new episode. I never knew blanks could swallow a whole baby toad. They're like snakes in a way. David Attenborough's voice narrating it makes it even more interesting. And someone named Guy Dreamer says, At 301, the montage of the little toad valiantly using its hands to keep from being swallowed whole and failing is one of the most terrifying nature segments I've ever seen. Maybe it's a
1: fish of some kind?
0: It's not a fish. This is like a giant version of this animal.
1: Oh. So it's bigger than
0: what you would picture as maybe when you think of it.
1: If I had a size 13, boot
0: on could I stomp it? Uh well this is okay it's 15 centimeters long so whatever that translates to
1: <laughs> <laughs> if Shaquille O'Neal can he, if he could step on it, would it die?
0: Pro- uh, probably. It's gelatinous, so it might be Oh, like, is it? Is it, Is it slug adjacent? I don't know biology enough to know if it's related to slugs, but in my mind, it's slug adjacent. <laughs> okay. Oh, and someone else, wait, did I read this one already? Uh, Wyla Brock says, I never knew blanks have eyes, let alone five pairs. Thank you, Sir Attenborough. Five pairs of yeah, eyes. Yeah, so there's it's five pairs of eyes. And I also thought these things were either blind or... Yeah, I thought they were blind. I didn't think they had any eyes.
1: Oh, is it? Is it maybe
0: a leech? Yes, it is. Ooh, these are, a leech. These are giant leeches. And they hunt using their sense of smell and five pairs of eyes. And they can crab their prey... <laughs> With either end of their body as well. And yeah, this is just a video of like these baby toads, like hopping through this long swampy grass and just being hunted by these massive leeches. Are they fast? They're fat and they're fast. (laughs) Oh my God. They're fast enough to catch the baby toads. So Hmm. it didn't look like to me, like they were like moving like snakes or anything, like really pouncing, but they were catching the toads. So toads are fast. That is okay.
1: Yeah, um, leeches yeah. are, I don't know, I think about Stand By Me, obviously, in the leech scene. But I, for what I know about leeches, I didn't, I mean, I must, I assume there was bigger ones, but I th- always thought leeches were, like, small, like, uh, you know, they're almost, like, germ adjacent, like, they're almost, like, parasitic in that way.
0: Well, I mean, um, all your guesses were pretty close to, like, the leech. I think of leeches as being, like, slug size.
1: Yeah, no, I do as well. And so I maybe... definitely
0: don't. Think of them as having five pairs of eyes and being able to.
1: No, did like you see, see what they look like?
0: Yeah, it's basically just these fat, grotesque is just annihilating these cute baby toads. <laughs> um, are
1: they like tadpoles? Are they like full baby?
0: No, they're like hopping around. Like they're sh- oh, okay. they look like toads or frogs. I mean, they the leeches kind of look like the dune worms a little bit
1: oh yeah
0: with a mongolian death worm maybe check back in with that once we the do cryptids, cryptids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay sam so my one-to-one so my next one um we're going to the new york times i found a cool article well maybe not a cool article <laughs> maybe just an article that i typed in what i typed in this animal so this is from alan who's from florida because you can on new york times say where you're from um they said Don't kiss your pet porcupine either. I'll never
0: make that mistake again. So this is an animal like a porcupine? Or just an animal you shouldn't kiss?
1: I would say you would maybe think this is a very similar animal to a porcupine, but you probably also shouldn't kiss.
0: A pangolin. Incorrect. Uh, Well, you shouldn't kiss a penguin for a multitude of (laughs) A hedgehog. Correct! Oh, I I also don't know the difference between a hedgehog and a porcupine hedgehogs well, are I, fuzzier right
1: they will they hedgehogs are fuzzier i believe and they're yeah i think they're like the size of your hand um normally i feel like that's what it is but this article um is titled don't kiss your pet hedgehogs the cdc warns and it's about 11 people have infected uh have been infected with a strain of salmonella linked pet hedgehogs um the cdc reported their advice don't kiss or snuggle your hedgehogs and wash your hands after caring
0: It sounds like salmonella because you can get salmonella from tortoise or turtles as well right is that so is that from like eating them or just like uh, no just like them? slobbering all over them or whatever <laughs> kissing your pet tortoise
1: giving a big old smooch to my pet tortoise yeah I,
0: I think like general practice not you probably shouldn't kiss your pet on the lips <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like um, like yeah. there'd be like a like a pet kissing booth and it was it'd be like what did you just kiss oh tell me in five months when i have like this rash
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like a pet hedgehog though, actually i don't know how high maintenance they be
1: you know like they they fall into the vein of like i think about them as more like a a mouse right because a mouse is like kind of like cute not the way that like a rat is but like a porcupine is like kind of like the rat of like the hedgehog because like i don't think that they're that i don't think a porcupine in
0: that yeah porcupines are like the ones with like the more like needle like quills right
1: yeah like they have like a defense mechanism i don't really know what a hedgehog's defense mechanism is other than like curling up into a
0: ball but well it does the, it does have a, the kind of quills, but like the porcupine, like when I was running at night on like dirt roads or something or and we're surrounded by forest, sometimes I'd almost like trip over a porcupine that was <laughs> waddling across the road oh, and like, really? yeah, with its quills all like kind of fluffed up because they bristle their quills as soon as you get them. And they can actually move pretty fast. Fortunately, they don't have like a fight response, like they don't charge into your shins Oh, or
1: yeah, that's... <laughs> Turn into a ball. Just like oh, I actually,
0: yeah, I actually heard that one of the things that people who are working forestry are most afraid of is, like, cutting down a tree that has a porcupine in it and having, like, the porcupine, like, fall on your face with a tree.
1: I have seen, like, videos of, like, dogs that have, like, gotten porcupines and they just see, like, their face, like, covered in...
0: Yeah, my animals have only gotten skunked. I don't think they've ever messed with a porcupine. Wait, so there's a New York Times article just on hedgehogs?
1: Well, just, I typed in a hedgehog and the oh. person, like, came up was about the salmonella outbreak that people are apparently. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay.
0: That article sounds less like a New York Times article than a Daily Mail article.
1: (laughs) Surely the writers, there has to be writers that have gone between both and gotten away
0: with it. I mean, once you work for the, like, Daily Mail, you, the next step is the newspaper of record. The New York Times doesn't do the thing the Daily Mail does where it has, like, the best comments, and then you can sort it by the worst comments. Like
1: oh, the that's worst interesting. rated comments. Well, if I'm looking right now, so I look at it, I haven't looked at it yet on, like, the web browser, but I look at it on my, I got, like, I downloaded the app, and the app kind of just has them in an order of, I think, when they were posted, but... Those have the most re- like, I guess you can recommend you can't like like or like down, but you can just recommend. So that one comment had like 25 recommend. But I do like now that, you know, like when previously when for this show I was looking at New York Times articles, you can see how many comments there were. And then I was able to see it now every single article has comments.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe not that much, but. Yeah. Now you're behind the, behind the paywall. Right. I remember I used to subscribe to the New York Times newsletter and then I got this email from them that says, it looks like you're not reading the newsletter. I guess we're going to unsubscribe you until you're ready to read it.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) So I
0: guess you, I guess there's some way for them to tell if you're actually reading it or opening that email. As if they're actually spending any money or real yeah, energy to send like, the email, the <laughs> mass email.
1: Yeah, I can't. That sounds crazy to me thinking about how many people like will just have emails sent to them for forever, never bouncing. Just like they blocked them or reported them, but they still get them sent. Just unsubscribe.
0: Yeah, you have to be the New York Times to be that pompous that like you actually expect people to read your newsletter and then send them an email if they don't read it if they don't read your junk mail anyway so my next one is from the eons channel of youtube i don't know if you're familiar eons. With i'm not
1: familiar with like eons
0: a, well you'll see it, it focuses on uh well I'll, ju- I'll just read the comments maybe i'll give it away if i say what there's the specific thing they focus on is but someone named the Blakesleys says if you guys haven't yet Could you do a video about why pigs seem so well adapted for everywhere? Which I didn't think of pigs as being necessarily the best adapted to everywhere. I think of like locusts and rats and dogs being able to mm. live almost anywhere. Um
1: Yeah. Maybe like yeah. yeah, I guess any cattle. That makes sense.
0: But anyway, um, so yeah, that was their that was their comment on this video. This animal isn't very really related to pigs.
1: But they're asking is like what the is that a comment saying that this animal um, can adapt anywhere?
0: No, it's kind of just asking this channel to do one on pigs next.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe if they th- okay, how about is it a wild boar?
0: No, it is not. I'll read another one. Maybe will Is it bacon adjacent? It's not at all. It was. Could I make a bacon out of this animal? You could a, probably a jerky. make some kind of jerky. But from what I've read and seen from this video, it wouldn't be very tasty. But people did people did eat a lot of this animal back when. So
1: much it was... that it's extinct.
0: Yes. Mm. Um, William (laughs) Jenner says, my ancestor was named William Bontico. He drew the blank in his journal, and it was later adapted into the famous story of The Cabin Boys of William Bontico. Took place in the 1600s. This story inspired the East Indian Trading Company, which led to more Dutch travelers to the island. So Mm. if this guy's to be believed, his ancestor was this guy in the 1600s who drew one of the first discovered bestman oh, this oh. animal in his journal
1: and, and then he decided to kill it and eat it
0: yeah people basically ate this animal <laughs> <laughs> uh is it a dodo bird correct yeah this is the dodo this video is called the real story of the dodo bird's current extinction it was discovered on like this island called mauritius in the 1500s and apparently it didn't taste very good at all but A single Dodo was chunky enough to feed a bunch of sailors, so they hunted Mm -hmm. them anyway, and it took about 60 years for them to become extinct. But no one knows the exact date, because that was kind of before extinction was even a concept. Like, there. Extinction is a concept, I think, like around the 1600s kind of got coined. So they basically brought a bunch of pigs and rats and stuff to the island with them. And the way the Dodo became extinct was those animals like ate its eggs. And the big like flaw in the Dodo design was it only like laid one egg.
1: Oh, poor Dodo. (laughs) But that's yeah, kind of interesting to me dodo. for that comment about them not tasting well, because I feel like that's like the thing about birds, right? Like they all kind of taste the same, I guess other than duck. But like, I'm not eating like, you know, seagulls and like birds of scavengers and stuff. Like you don't really eat those birds. So was the dodo like more of a scavenger bird?
0: I don't remember exactly what it ate. It was like a ground-based bird, right? They bird. couldn't. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't
1: fly. Yeah.
0: Apparently also they weren't as fat as they're portrayed because uh, one of the other comments says that the drawings of the dodo were were based on like a domesticated dodo that was way overfed.
1: Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I see that.
0: Yeah. It doesn't taste that good, but there's so much meat on it. (laughs) So much of it. (laughs) It's like it's like that Woody Allen. Quantity
1: over quality. Yeah.
0: Well it's like that Woody Allen um good time to bring up Woody Allen. Uh Woody Allen joke about the people at the restaurant who say like man this food is so awful and then the other person says it's such a small portion <laughs> okay
1: um so this is also a youtube video this is a movie I'll, I'll just i'll leave it at that
0: you've seen this movie right
1: i have yes have i so seen this, this is, movie i believe so first comment is from youtube it's from fort pilled drainer who says never again will a chill go up my spine as hard as it did when he first spoke wait this animal
0: talks is this the the parrot from Pirates of the Caribbean?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Is it the monkey from Pirates of the Caribbean? Well, I guess the monkey no, can no, no, talk, no. right? No. Um, it not. A talking animal. Unless
1: there was a Jack Sparrow <laughs> hallucination that I don't remember.
0: Uh there were well, there was that one where he's in the afterlife, but he just hallucinated a bunch of himself. Oh right, um, yeah. What other animals talk besides parrot? Airbud.
1: <laughs> Never oh. again will it chill go cool up my spine
0: as hard as it did when Airbud first spoke. Uh, Stuart Little,
1: <laughs> Jonathan Lipnick
0: incorrect. <laughs> Didn't M Night Shyamalan write Stuart Little?
1: Really? Oh my god! Did. You got it. There's <laughs> the no way. Part.
0: I think that. He wasn't credited, but he did write it. So this is a real animal. This is not a supernatural take on an animal. Yeah, it's a, it's a real animal. So it can talk in real life. No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've never, I've never met met one personally that could talk.
0: Okay, so now I'm thinking of like animated movies. Mm,
1: I wouldn't do that.
0: Oh, okay. So it's a scary animal though, but. Is it a horror movie?
1: I have more comments. Annabelle the doll
0: is not an animal. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay, Sam. Here's another comment from David Levy, one of the all-time great surprise villains.
0: I'm just thinking of like Disney villains, like Ursula or something. Um, She
1: is an octopus woman. Does she have a name like a mer-octopus?
0: Uh... Divine from Pink Flamingos. I don't know <laughs> the, the Kraken, voiced by Julie Andrews, and Aquaman. <laughs> what? Every time you talk
1: about Aquaman, it, it <laughs> makes me believe it's not a real movie.
0: <laughs> Julie Andrews voiced the, like, Kraken in Aquaman, apparently. It doesn't sound at all like her because they modulated the voice so much, but I think that was Julie Andrews, and what's funny is it came out the same week as the Mary Poppins remake, which she wasn't in. <laughs> Um, is this... it's not like Scar or something.
1: Yeah, you want to get away from the animation.
0: Oh, right. You said it wasn't animated, but it talks. They made it talk. So they made a real animal. A
1: a great reveal, I would say, in terms of the movie.
0: Uh, the Cowardly Lion? Incorrect. The crow in the Sandman Netflix series? Uh nope. Uh Lyra's demon in the Golden Compass. Or or Nicole Kidman's golden monkey demon. Oh. oh that doesn't nice. talk. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more comments? Yeah. with a polar bear in the golden compass.
1: You're right, yeah. The polar bear. Though. What was his name? The armored
0: polar bear, like Yorick Bernison or something. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The king of the bears of Svalbard.
1: <laughs> yeah, who is that? Was that Gerard Butler?
0: Well, maybe. I didn't think it was anyone, anyone well-known that voiced it. Maybe it was. Jared Butler in a bear suit.
1: He's like, guys, I got to get into the character. I got to get into the VO booth in full outfit.
0: Actually, what I love about Jared Butler is he doesn't get in character. Like when he's in Gods of <laughs> Egypt. Yeah, like when he's in Gods of Egypt, he still has his Scottish accent or whatever. Like so That's many nice. actors bend over backwards to be method and try to embody the character and Jared Butler doesn't even bother. And his <laughs> performances are all the better for it. <laughs>
1: I, do you think you're in the minority of those who believe that? Anyway, here's another comment from Rashid Ibrahim, who says, I guess you could say his performance was the
0: greatest of all time. Wait, is this like a talking goat? Correct. Uh, wait, Black Philip? Is this Black Philip? Correct! From- oh. It's
1: Black <laughs> Philip from The Witch.
0: That is a terrifying goat when he's on two legs.
1: <laughs> yeah what thou like to live deliciously sam
0: yeah i love that line
1: <laughs> they don't make this, his mouth move but they didn't like... go
0: into human form to say that i thought it was like he like becomes like a guy
1: yeah he becomes like satan or whatever but i think for that because i feel like i watched it semi recently and i think he's still goat in the moment but they don't have his mouth move he's just like next to her face
0: i think it's still the goat
1: yeah he's still the goat because he like walks away and then he walks back and he's like wearing a suit or whatever
0: <laughs> oh, that's fine. I need to see the witch again.
1: But yeah, so this was a uh, A24 posted Black Phillip official clip. It wasn't like any of the part of him at the end. It was him with the twins for most of the movie.
0: I would argue Black Phillip is almost a cryptid because he's not he's not a goat goat. He's uh, really well, he's like a demon, the devil in like goat right. form. Well, I guess, I guess I'll get, I'll be disqualified. <laughs> well, all, all I care is I got right. I didn't, I didn't embarrass myself <laughs> like I did with Free Guy.
1: No, and he was still a goat though, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. they used
0: a real goat. They used a real goat, yeah. Um, I wonder what they did to that goat to get to top on its hind legs like that. Yeah. What the goat I wonder, wrangler I wonder, was <laughs> d- doing.
1: <laughs> I was going to say like, I mean, I'm sure they, they wrangle. There's like a wrangler of every kind of animal, but like, that's like a really specific looking animal. And I feel like I, when I looked up other black Phillips, like none of them looked as good as the one in the movie like i just typed in black goat and like none of them like looked that good so maybe they like did something to him i don't know
0: i think they dressed it up with like some extra like prosthetics or something
1: maybe i mean i know like he used in the lighthouse i know like a lot of those seagulls were animatronics but they also had a seagull trainers as well
0: yeah i remember hearing a story about uh, paul Shear on his podcast talked about like a snake trainer on one of the movies he worked on Oh. And he said the way it, he trained the snake was he's just like hitting on the head and the snake was just like dizzy and throwing up and stuff. It's like, that's not training. That's like, <laughs> just <laughs> that's animal abuse. abuse. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a SEAL trainer and I club them into, <laughs> I club them <laughs> to do what I want. Well,
1: I guess like most training, right, is to an extent, I guess for like maybe smarter beings like gorillas and, and beluga whales is like you're kind of just like tiring them into into exhaustion until you give them food if they like do your correct trick or whatever
0: there's kind of a fine line between training and just beating so my next one is from reddit this is a video on reddit and buzzkill lightyear says you had a fantastic life old one you survived it it's sad to see it dying and then road warrior dude replies actually this guy's probably only about two years old that's about the lifespan of most blanks including giant blank
1: (laughs) Okay, so it's like it's like a giant version of something.
0: Yeah, and this guy's saying the first guy had this like eulogy for how long it's lived, and then the guy <laughs> replying underneath him. I don't know which one's right, but the guy <laughs> replying underneath him says, "Yeah, it's actually about two years old. <laughs> that's, the, that's the average lifespan." Uh, a giant sloth. No, uh, Sarah's beard says cool footage, but the narration was extremely bad. If this is what's in wait after David attenborough i feel bad for coming generations you can't narrate everything just like morgan freeman can't narrate everything yeah i wish there wouldn't be these people who just have to put their voice for everything well, it's not going to matter either way because they're just going to be ai voices anyway for them for forever yeah i guess you could do ai of any of those people because there's so much recording of them talking yeah honestly you probably do ai of us at this point after only 16 episodes <laughs>
1: we should do a full AI episode. (laughs) We should just read off
0: what like the AI says. I don't know if I Uh, want to do that much teleprompter reading considering uh, how (laughs) sometimes I can't even read these comments properly.
1: So it has a short lifespan. That leads me to believe it is
0: a bug or a fish. It's big. big, huh? One Uh, of the bigger animals I think that exists. Really? Yeah. I can read some more uh, comments if you want.
1: A giant? I'm not wasp. just a giant oh,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just guessing like a giant. No. <laughs> yeah, this is not a attack on Titan clip. Ishmael says it's fucking wild to me that the first video of giant blanks were taken during my lifetime. I very distinctly remember being fascinated by them as a kid, and part of that fascination stemmed from the fact that no videos existed. I'm glad they were finally captured on camera. But I can't help but feel that some of their magic is gone and will never come back
1: oh that's how i felt the first time i know exactly what this is it's a crack kraken adjacent giant squid
0: Correct. Yeah, this is the giant squid. And this video is called the giant squid created myths such as the kraken and wasn't photographed alive until 2004. It stretches about 10 meters 33 feet. One of my favorite creatures.
1: Well, isn't so like there's the giant squid and there's the colossal squid, right? And I guess the colossal squid has a bigger width and longer tentacles. But the giant squid, it's like body is just bigger. I guess we only see them is like only when they're dying because they'll come to the surface. Other than that, they just stay down in the depths.
0: And I think also the colossal squid, someone says they have hooks on their suckers.
1: Are they the one? Well, they both battle the sperm whales in the deep. I know that because I feel like I saw a video recently of a sperm whale that had like a tentacle stuck to its head.
0: So maybe that is since it had like the hooks in there. Well, you read Moby Deck. There weren't any giant squids featured Um, in Moby Dick, Or did they mention them?
1: I, there was, yeah, I think there was, like, a what, what was probably, yeah, probably just a regular colossal or giant squid that had, like, was floating somewhere. Like, they didn't, they just, like, saw it in the water. They didn't, like, they knew it was dead, I guess. Okay, Sam, so my final...
0: Last chance uh, for something other than a tie. Yeah, well, the ties are great anyway, but we're going uh, back yeah. to... well, well, honestly, that's the real magic of the show it's definitely it's a game right. show where it's a it's, tie every
1: time right it's well it's really a, it's a it's a podcast within a game show because the podcast is just uh the best part about the podcast is really just us talking people don't come for the game show they don't come for the for the competition yeah they, <laughs> they, they come to learn
0: <laughs> oh yeah i should change this comedy to education educational and <laughs> we'll the get more categorization. views
1: <laughs> fake news state what is it what is that thing that Twitter, everybody's leaving Twitter for because they're all getting like
0: state funded media. I don't know. The last thing I remember from the Twitter thing was the having to buy your blue check mark.
1: Yeah. But anyway, we're going to we're going back to the New York Times. We got a cool article. I find it cool, at least. And I think everybody else should as well. But this is from Gray Wolf, who is again from Florida. But they say they're from Flora dash D-U-H, Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, And they say. Show me a USA fisherman who would not greedily take the last fish out of the sea or a USA hunter who would not kill the last animal walking the ground or the last bird flying across the sky, in quotations. Got's my freedoms and my second amendment. And okay. then uh, <laughs> okay, you don't really got a lot to go off, but let me just give you oh, a passenger M-. pigeon. <laughs> incorrect. N.M. Hobbs from Massachusetts says, I'll show you many. Actually, most commercial fishermen would not do so. It is their livelihood. However, I have never seen a recreational fisherman who would refrain from doing so. A
0: baby animal of some kind? No, not, not, oh. not. Well, oh, they're talking about like refraining from fishing it, I thought.
1: Yeah, but oh. it, it, it doesn't okay. mean
0: it has to be a baby, I think, maybe. I just that babies are like a protected class. Oh, and...
1: sure. There's like, for a lot of like sea creatures, right? You can't, you have to throw them back if there are certain Yeah, signs. like don't
0: lobsters have to be a certain?
1: Age or yeah, they do. Yeah. I think you can't do like ones that are, have eggs on there.
0: Uh, like a, a porpoise? Mm, incorrect. This is definitely some kind of fish or aquatic animal though, right? I don't know why I guess yes. passenger pigeon. I was just no, thinking yeah, things that have yeah. been hunted to extinction or something. <laughs> um No, you're right. Yeah. It is, it is in the sea. A lot
1: of sea animals in this episode. But that's great. Some would say the sea. more
0: sea animals than land animals. <laughs> maybe uh, we love the sea. Although insects, maybe maybe insects put land animals over sea animals. Although they're kind of like insects of the sea as well. Yeah, I've always said that lobsters are sea bugs. And then the sea arachnids, which I guess aren't insects but mm, insectile. Yeah is this a dolphin a narwhal incorrect did you hear about the state ranger or whatever it is in canada who got caught like smuggling narwhal horns across the border no <laughs> really oh yeah my he had God. like a black market narwhal horn
1: <laughs> that's kind of interesting because when i lived up in north dakota i went to the international peace garden which is on it borders canada and the united states you can go through it and be on both sides at a lot of points but on one side in the canada side they have this um like a little museum about like the animals that are in the area but a lot of the pelts that they have that they've made into like statues and exhibits are all like confiscated illegal items that come across the border and like two of them were like polar bears but then the if you read the plaque it said this man was also caught with another 30 animals 20 of which were also polar bears so he had like all, like killed like all the polar bears in that area but to be fair that area above north dakota Manitoba is like the polar bear capital of the world so you know they're kind of like the deer over there i assume
0: even so i would think since polar bears don't travel in herds i would think that may poor bears is like at least like one percent of the bears in that area yeah
1: no definitely
0: that's an accomplishment uh, though to kill that may poor bears like they're not easy yeah, to kill are they?
1: unless he was no i definitely not but i i would assume that it's probably like also like oh maybe wherever he hears that one dies because i know there's like a people in that area like have to have guns on them and the small towns and polar bears are like the animals that like are the bears that are i guess the most like hostile because like they're they would only be there if they were hungry and and wanting to kill i
0: guess yeah i know in svalbard Uh, also there's like a gun requirement past a certain point
1: yeah no, definitely. Uh, from Ross from Chicago, Illinois. With all due respect, if we manage to end the existence of a species that has survived five mass extinctions over nearly 500,000 million years, endotoxin testing is likely the least of our problems. Coelocanths
0: more specific
1: wait more specific
0: than a coelocanth you might be incorrect as well because i don't know what that is (laughs) oh it's the fish that everyone thought was extinct and then they no,
1: yeah you're incorrect you're actually fully incorrect
0: okay it is a fish though i was gonna guess also no it's not (laughs) it's not a fish Okay, no. I was going to guess like a Mako shark or some kind of shark, because I know sharks have been around forever. Like a Greenland shark. Haven't sharks in general been around forever through all kinds of extinctions? Yeah, we're the descendants unchanged. of sharks. unchanged. Yeah. I don't think we are. <laughs>
1: well.
0: <laughs> um, not a fish. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, orca. Incorrect. A leopard seal. Incorrect. Would you say this is a carnivore? No, nope. I guess everything in the sea is a carnivore, actually.
1: Maybe to an extent. I don't know what is just straight up eating like algae or. Oh, kelp.
0: yeah, I don't know. I think everything in the sea like feeds on something that's living, unless uh, maybe like coral or yeah, algae, seaweed. Um, is this edible? To my knowledge,
1: probably but definitely people are not eating these oh, commercially. Okay. Uh I got plenty of comments. Okay, yeah. From Average Jane 2 from Yuma, Arizona. Sad, sad story. I'm a boomer, and as a child, I remember going to see thousands of blanks on the beaches of Delaware and New Jersey during their mating. Decades later, they were barely any. It's especially sad since they are among the few hardy survivors of prehistoric times. If they do disappear, the rest of us will surely follow. Oh, uh...
0: Horseshoe crabs.
1: Correct. Yes. This is an article from the New York Times titled, When the Horseshoe Crabs Are Gone, We'll Be in Trouble. And what they mean by that is, horseshoe crabs are being used in medicine because, well, there's an odd ingredient to like vaccines called endotoxins that are in the blood of horseshoe crabs. um, And their dwindling population um, is not great for people who want to get immunization. Sure.
0: (laughs) Because we have not found a replacement yet, apparently. Are they something that you? You can like raised in captivity or are they something that can't like die? Um,
1: I think there's like a certain kind that they are is mostly like just found in certain areas. So they're very, there's like a lot of them. And I know my sister up in Maine, she had to do a lot with horseshoe crabs and like checking their their toxic levels. So they have like I think they might have like a natural like thing in their
0: blood that like helps them room to the talk. Does that go in like all vaccines? I,
1: I guess like a lot of them. It says like anyone who wants a flu or COVID shot and is protected from exposure to potentially lethal contamination. So, endotoxins. By a test that uses what might seem like an odd ingredient—the blue blood of the crab. Um, it's they funny have... that they're
0: crab because they don't look at all like any other kind of crab,
1: right? Yeah, they're definitely a prehistoric creature but yeah. I think they're like the thing crabs i crabs feel like it,
0: from. yeah maybe i, I feel, don't know
1: i mean yeah like, if you flip them over though they look like crap
0: yeah i think like they i have, like, have a shell of one somewhere yeah it's yeah like they, they're definitely like born. all
1: over beaches yeah. around new england i feel like and they're really like an interesting i don't know i just feel like as like a kid i always liked seeing they feel like they're
0: they do look interesting they look like an hr geeker kind of animal mm,
1: yeah they look like they're like what somebody who wanted to like build a prototype for those robot battles like that i would make mine look like a horse crab, like the perfect shell and then it has like the the stinger at the back and then it's all spiny
0: although i feel like they're not very maneuverable right
1: well i see you know like as a kid i only remember ever seeing him on shore dead but like i then looked up a video once and they're pretty fast in the water They're like, they're like as fast as like a lobster is, which lobster, I mean, they have like the tail for it.
0: Oh, they do have a tail because I don't remember seeing them seeing a tail on them. I just thought they had the domed shell and the horn.
1: I mean, they kind of look like a hardened version of like a of a stingray like a helmeted
0: stingray or like a vehicle on tatooine or something yeah
1: well sam uh you, you went four for four so it's my turn to make this a tie
0: yeah and bring it home uh, this is from the real science channel on youtube and this video is called why blanks are as smart as seven year old humans the first comment is by aethera who says i like how the thumbnail shows the blank understanding algebraic equations dot 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 as seven-year-olds often do chimpanzee no not a chim it's an animal you would less associate with human intelligence yeah
1: an octopus
0: no you're guessing all the smart animals though 7 year old even a Yeah, how smart yet? is a seven-year-old? Well, that's the thing is the things this animal can do are like impressive for an animal, but they're still kind of basic human thing. Mm. The next comment is by Monica Kupika says, something to note, blanks have a short lifespan. Imagine how much wisdom they would accrue over their lifetimes if they lived as long as humans or elephants. A giraffe. No. Do you think giraffes are intelligent? Um, I don't don't know, actually. I don't
1: know. I'm always amazed by, like, animals, you know, like, when humans give birth, the baby is just, like, crying and rolling on the floor, and then, like, 15 seconds after a horse is born, it, like, can walk around. Yeah, that is true. It knows everything. Actually, Um, one thing
0: about this animal, though, is they actually have a longer childhood than most other animals.
1: Oh, they stay with the parent for a bit. Proportional
0: to their lifespan, yeah. So, Nini Sims says, I once babysat my... Friend's pet blank for a week, and he was trained to free roam the house. He would respond to commands and gestures and cooperated with the other cats and dogs in the house. At night, we'd sit and watch TV together. He was so intelligent.
1: What the fuck? He would solve the jeopardy.
0: Yeah, it was, he was a house elf. This is Dobby.
1: <laughs> yeah, an animal in his own he right. He did
0: my dishes. He he cleaned my clothes. <laughs> he starched my collars. Is it a skunk? <laughs> I would not want to. Uh, pet skunks. I guess so. Can you remove the, like... Yeah, you can remove that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, uh, with them still being alive? I guess so. Peter Wilson says, I was watching a video of blank death rituals and it was really quite moving. I could see that there were some emotions in play. I think it is nice to know that we are not the only ones who are thinking and aware of our surroundings. It is amazing the world we live in.
1: (laughs) Okay. What would we have in your house?
0: Uh, I would say most people don't have one of these in their house. You you see them all the time, but it wouldn't be a pet. A raccoon? um, No, not raccoon, but some people would think of this as like a kind of like pest, like vermin. Yeah. And they have death rituals. Think of animals that have death rituals. Elephants do, right? Uh, no, not possums.
1: Elephants? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've
0: heard that. Didn't they have, like, elephant graveyards or something? I thought that was the thing. I pulled a bunch of comments for this one, so... Sure, yeah. Frank Mazur says, The wolf-slash-blank relationship goes even deeper than described here. Blanks have been witnessed finding suitable prey and signaling to wolfbacks by cawing loudly. In other words, the blanks act as spotters for the wolves who then allow the blanks to scavenge part of the resulting kill.
1: Can this animal fly?
0: Yes. Is it a crow? Yes, it's a crow, corvids overall. Yeah, crows. (laughs) Apparently they have problem-solving skills that rival that of a seven-year-old human. And the way they tested this was they gave the crows these sort of glass tubes filled with water and they had a treat in them and the crows were able to figure out how to drop pebbles in the tubes to raise the water level and get at the treat and they were able to distinguish between like water and sand and they only did it with the water ones and they'd even try first the one with the higher water level because it'd be faster. And apparently, new Caledonian crows can also construct tools, which is a thing only apes and humans can do.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. So apparently, they have big brains proportional to their size, so they have very densely packed neurons. But yeah, those are crows, or I guess corvids overall. What we'll makes
1: something a corvid?
0: I, well, magpies, ravens, crows. I guess just oh, all okay. that. I don't know, like the scientific definition of one. The smart
1: villain-esque
0: birds. Yeah. Although they can't do the, like, mimicry that, like, parrots can do.
1: Oh, sure. A Mockingjay.
0: Yeah. So that's maybe not the same as, like, intelligence and problem solving. Right, yeah,
1: you're just, I don't know, evolving to to meet the needs to survive, I guess. And trick more than
0: anything. It's another tie. A closed comments tie. Oh. So, that's a wrap on animals, and I guess we're on to, on to cryptids, which I guess are kind of animal
1: yeah (laughs) i'm gonna have to do some research sam but i I think a cryptid like doesn't have to be a human it's human human human-like right isn't that like their whole their whole thing oh i don't
0: even think it has to be human-like because like the chupacabra is not human-like i think it just has to be like a urban legend animal oh okay I did mention this to you, right, that now that I'm in Portland, I am next to, and I did visit the international, I don't know why it's called the international, but- oh, international, yeah, wow. the International Cryptid Museum, which was-
1: God, you probably get all sorts of freaks coming there
0: Uh well, around the world. I was world. there. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience. It's not very big, but it has a lot of cryptid paraphernalia, just casts of big foot feet and all these mm. like field notes that people did, and then I'll just like- these old newspapers and different stuff from cryptozoological sightings and just pop culture and stuff. Is there is there any cryptids on display? Uh, live the problem with live cryptids, cryptids? Well, the problem with doing a museum on cryptids is you can't actually get <laughs> a real <laughs> specimen of one. What do you mean? <laughs> but yeah, you know, there's obviously a big section on like Bigfoot and the upstairs is the Yeti and Mothman, all the classics and also- right. They actually have the coelocanth there, which is the fish that was believed to be extinct and then came back that I mentioned before, Right, which they consider a cryptid. I don't know if I consider that a cryptid. Really? Well, because we know it existed. There's fossil evidence of it existing and it was just extinct. Like I don't consider dinosaurs cryptids.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: Like, if a dinosaur came back, I wouldn't consider it a cryptid.
1: Especially if it was, like, one of those those new,
0: like, genetically birthed dinosaurs that they're working on. Mm, yeah. When, you know, gene manipulation gets even farther along, they should, you know, start the cryptid projects. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> a lot of cryptids are really- Lost just tapes. Com- a lot of cryptids really are just combinations of animals, right?
1: Yeah. And then you can create new ones, too. Like, you can combine a hedgehog- with a gorilla
0: and then you can eat them <laughs> yeah. everything ends with like and then you can eat it and and then it can be a burger <laughs> <laughs> and we can make all these unique things that all become the same thing <laughs> but yeah so next episode maybe our third animal episode in a way but yeah cryptids
1: yeah maybe i'll be like the boat maybe we'll do one cryptid episode because i feel like i don't i don't really know that many say <laughs> So I don't know how I'm going to get a correct answer. Yeah, this is kind of a
0: little more my wheelhouse than yours, but (laughs) I assume you're going to do, as always, impeccable research.
1: (laughs) All on New York Times articles.
0: Well, yeah, now that you have, well, I don't know how much the New York Times has written about cryptids, but maybe (laughs) maybe you should watch Joe Rogan episodes instead.
1: Oh, fuck. (laughs) no the youtube, is, probably YouTube is great because like because like, like youtube definitely has the most the highest amount of like cryptid like real life oh i saw it videos yeah um but yeah this is nigel thornberry and nigel thornberry signing off until next time yep
0: see ya bye bye i guess we, we don't share the email anymore
1: what oh yeah we don't okay. have
0: to worry about the email anymore people wouldn't find it if they want to want to yeah. get in touch um, but yeah. Cue the bloopers. Oh yeah, I assume you didn't, you still haven't seen the Nick Cage Vampire's Kiss movie that you were assigned I still to haven't, no. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we can watch it we'll, together.
1: Yeah, maybe. There's there's time coming up for us to do that, don't worry.
0: You probably shouldn't ask the, uh, the animal to suck on your tongue, a la the <laughs> Dalai Lama.
1: <laughs> I guess you could say his Yeah, perform- perform- Are you trying I to do, like, a could...
0: voice? No, I wasn't, I just, I messed up. Yeah, this reminds me of like film school when, like, you know, the sun was going down and, or whatever and it's freezing cold in the horse barn and just had to film that like one more <laughs> scene of someone like, you know, you know, it rolling around in the mud or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh...